up, my people? How are we? Good friends we had. I hope we're good. Good friends we've lost. Hello, the world. Bit of food juice to begin this podcast. Beautiful Saturday morning. Looks like the rains are coming. That's what that is. that out quickly hit that pause button get that next song ready for the end how are we ladies and gentlemen what is going on how are we on this lovely lovely weekend 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 where's the song i want okay that's the one i want how's it going guys what's going on welcome back jordan here It's been a week. It's been a long week. That's that song, No Woman, No Cry, by the Fugees. I thought it started start us off on a happy note. Just fix my chair up here a bit. Thought it started us off on a real nice note. Pull the microphone over. With the Fugees. Singing a bit of Bob Marley, singing their version of uh, Bob Marley's No Woman, No Cry. That's that... Uh, that's that that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful music, um, beautiful music on the part of of a man. Uh, keep your woman from crying. That's our job, isn't it? Keep your lady from crying. I've been doing a lot of that lately. Uh, keep her happy. Keep her good. Uh, she's. Um, Let's, I suppose that's a good place to start, isn't it? Uh, this this week we've been uh, been been still baby waiting. Uh, the baby prepping is, is was complete at the start of this month, but we're still baby waiting. Uh, still still getting to it. Still getting 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 excited. Uh, Jen's bouncing on a gym ball and doing a thing, trying to get trying to get ready. Uh, I've been working on a, a few bits and pieces here. I've been uh, just doing some research, plenty, plenty of research. Now, research isn't uh, is important. It's always important. Excuse me, let's have a glass of water here. I brought a glass of water this week. <clears throat> I'm on top of it. Um, yeah, Jen's 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 been waiting, steady waiting. I've been researching. Um. That the the research is uh, gonna be real careful with that research um, because you could you could spend a lot of time just researching. I try to actively research every single day, uh, whether that's listening to podcasts, uh, watching YouTube videos in the background while I'm working. Uh, so basically, listening to YouTube uh, videos or Skillshare. Um, I use Skillshare. Skillshare is a online short course uh, website. This isn't an advert, don't you worry. 
Uh, this is uh, the Skillshare is uh, where you can find some short courses on almost anything. I do a bit of graphic design courses. I do a bit of illustration courses, some freelancing courses, some this is how to run your business courses, all that kind of uh, good stuff, that good, good stuff. Um, on top of that, I like to... Uh, I like to do some reading, read into things. I'm currently reading uh, Jordan Peterson's uh, Jordan Peterson's book, uh, Twelve Steps to Life. I'm on step eleven right now, so I'm making my way downtown, walking fast, straight faces passing. I'm homebound. Um, so I'm making my way through that. Uh, what else are we doing around here? As you can see. Um, Pull, 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 pulling together some, uh, how you say, YouTuber video. Um, there's plenty of YouTube stuff coming up. I just finished editing this week's YouTube video, which was a studio tour. I know I said something about the podcast that on the podcast last week. So, <laughs> is it coming? Is it coming? Don't you don't 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 you worry. Um, uh, I got another one coming uh, that I got in the pipeline. I got plenty of content coming. Working on my sketchy sketchbook. Uh, should I call it the sketchy sketchbook, or should I call it like making lemonade with a pencil or something like that? What do you think? Let's do some brainstorming right now. I want to do some brainstorming right here on the podcast for a name. Um, so we got some. We got uh, making lemonade, uh, the sketchbook. We could call it uh, how to make lemonade. Uh, we could call it when life gives you lemons. Um, oh, I like that one. That one. Let's let's put that one at the top of the list. When life gives you lemons, uh, we could call it uh, the musings of a of a super geek. No, I don't like that one. Um, the the sketchbook of a nerd. Uh, the musings of of a, of a. I don't like this musings. Um, insight into a crazy man. Uh, making lemonade with weirdos. The weirdos sketchbook. I like that. Let's put that at the sec- top top of the, the number two on the list. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Studio sixty nine. Now that was an easy one. That was a heaps easy, Jack. I'm gonna just avoid that. Oh, we could call it a. Uh, same, same, but different. Like my uh, Stormtrooper Adidas. Uh, I don't know that it's Adidas. I feel like they've put the Stormtrooper in front. And there's definitely a... See that... Uh, what do you call that? Um, uh, hoodie string. That seems like it's covering up the, the actual writing and the logo. So that's pretty... This is 100% same, same, but different. Uh, we could call it uh, Sketch Sketch but Different. Uh, no, no, no. Um, uh, super fan. Like super freak. No. Um, I'm really liking um, When Life Gives You Lemons. I'm really liking... Um, what was the other one I had? Shit, how have I forgotten that already? When Life Gives You Lemons. That one's sticking with me. Um... Hmm, what else could we call it? Uh, uh, Kung Fu Pencil. Um, crouching Pencil Hidden Eraser. Uh, crouching Pens Hidden Eraser. 
Uh, what else we could? That's hmm. Where else are we gonna go? Uh, what what else could we call it? What do you guys think? Uh, put something in the comments, maybe. See what you think we could do. Uh, what we could call the sketchbook. I called my coloring book sketchbook calm. Um, that I don't have any copies of anymore. Sorry, guys, but I might may do a. Excuse me, I may do another coloring book later. See how we go, eh? Let's, uh, get that together. Uh, sell that online. Uh, what else are we doing around here? Um, not a lot's really going on around here. Lots going on up here. Um, I am, you know, uh, you know, feeling, feeling, feeling good. Um, feeling pretty good about uh, about this baby. I mean, I'll be completely honest with you guys. There's there's, there's quite a bit of anxiety around this baby. Uh, being my first baby, obviously, I've never never had kids before. I've never had a kid of my own. Um, I've had other, I've had other people's kids. Um, I've looked after other people's kids, uh, and that's a very interesting, um, very interesting thing for one to deal with. Uh, that's that's very different to owning your own kids, though. Um, I say owning my own kids as if I, you know, I own this microphone and I own my kids. Having your own children. Um, but there's a very interesting concept of, uh, of, you know, uh, I can't remember his name. There was a guru online. I'll put the, put it in the YouTube, uh, da, 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 description, um, and in the episode notes, if you're listening on iTunes, that is, uh, he's a guru and he talks about parenting. He's a good, good parenting um, guru. And he talks about how children are not just a blessing, but they are not a possession. They're not yours. You do not own your children. They are, they are passed through you and given through you. Um, he says through God, I mean, uh, or through the universe, I suppose you could say. I'm not going to get religious on here. Um, I'm a universal universal man uh, i believe in the powers of the universe law of attraction and and what will be will be and all and karma and, and all that kind of thing um, that's my personal belief um i also believe in to each his own uh, i think i think to each his own is a very important um important uh, mantra to live by and an important uh, moral moral mantra to live by um i've been so he he talks about that. Um, I think I've also been looking into. I try not to label a lot of things. There's a few too many labels around for my for my liking these days. Um, but there's this barefoot parenting, and when I tell people barefoot parenting, they know exactly what I mean. And that that is uh, that represents, I suppose, it's really. Uh, um, a way to explain kind of freedom parenting, I suppose. Um, it's it's possibly the I think of it as the opposite to um, helicopter parenting. Uh, if you know helicopter parenting, helicopter parenting is the theory of parenting a child, parenting a child um, too protectively. Uh, they also call it cotton wool parenting. They also call it bubble wrap parenting. There's a lot of different names. Um, for that that style of parenting, and it works for some people. Some people, uh, I personally don't believe it because some people I know who um, do a bit of helicopter parenting, uh, a little bit overbearing and a little bit too much. But sometimes you get you know quite smart children out of it. So who knows? Who, what am I to know? Like I said, I have never, um, never. I'm gonna move that piece, that roll of toilet paper that I use as my 
tissues my nose were all blocked um very sorry about that i just realized that was in the background um uh, yeah that people use uh that that term that people use as helicopter parenting um i believe you know it's a bit overbearing uh where was i on that so yep barefoot parenting that's pretty cool it's pretty fun um i like i like i like i like the idea of that um, and I'm also one of those people that's kind of out there and out in the dirt and I love, love getting messy and getting in the garden and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, I think barefoot parenting is really something for me. Get out there and get energetic and, and do your exercise and so on and so forth. Uh, what else has been going on here? Around here, oh, I did something very interesting this week. I, I went back to my old routine of early rising. Um, now there's a theory that early rising, I watched a video, um, that Jocko Willink, and I'll put that in the description as well, um, of Jocko Willink talking about waking up. Uh, the famous Navy SEAL slash podcaster, Jocko Willink, um, he talks about waking up early. Uh, he was a Navy SEAL. He decide, He said that um, discipline, his, his quote is, uh, discipline is the route uh, to freedom. Discipline is the route to freedom, I believe. Um, I may be paraphrasing that. It's, it's, it's discipline equals freedom or something along those lines. Um, but you get the basic concept. He says... He says that uh, waking up... One of the things that stuck with him after he left the Navy SEALs was waking up early. Um, he says that waking up early to him... He wakes up at 4.30 every single morning. He says that waking up early... Um, has so many benefits, and I will list those benefits off to you right now. Um, and these are the reasons why I started waking up early again. Uh, I used to wake up at 5 a.m. Uh, to get things done, and that was the reason why I got things done. But I wasn't I wasn't doing it for um, uh, more than one reason, and that more than one reason was just to get up and draw serenade. That was about it, to get it done in the morning. Um, but now these are the reasons why. And, and Jocko says... Uh, the reasons why he does is you can follow him on Instagram. He's all over the Jocko, J-O-C-K-O, Will Inc., W-I-L-L-I-N-K, I I believe. Uh, Go Just go Google him. You'll find him somewhere. He says that uh, it's good for discipline. So you wake up at the same time every single morning. That's a routine. Uh, You get up and you work out or you read or you do something, the same thing every single morning. And that's also good for routine. He said... Um, getting up before the sun gets up as well means that your day feels way, way longer and you feel like you will you will um, achieve way, way more in your day if you get up early because you're getting up before the sun and you're going down before the sun. So you're beating the sun. And the sun is the ultimate, uh, how you say, uh, day man, the ultimate uh, time. The father of time is the sun. I believe, um, I believe that that the, the, the sun is 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 that uh, that uh, time inducer, the, the 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 creator of time, the the god of time is the sun, and and if you're beating the god of time, you're you're owning the day. <laughs> um, so he says, get up at four thirty in the morning now. For me, getting up at 4.30 in the morning was a bit crazy because, um, I don't know, I just, I just, 4.30 is a little too early for me. Just a little bit. That's still, that's still night time to me. Um, however, 
what will happen to your body. Um, you'll also, he also says a very interesting thing in after nine o'clock, eight or nine o'clock, what the fuck are you doing anyway? You're not achieving anything after eight or nine o'clock. You're not doing work. Yeah, some people claim they are, but they really, a lot of people really don't. And look, if you're one of those people that's a night owl, I used to be one of those people who um, stays up all night and you, you actively work uh, towards uh, your goals and your achievements in the afternoon, evening. Um, that's fantastic for you. That's great for you. Um, that didn't work for me very well because I wasn't very productive. I was very tired and exhausted and I didn't get it done. I wasn't as efficient as I am in the morning. Um, so he says, uh, what are you really doing? Most people, and this is not this is true, most people are up at um, 8 o'clock till 2 o'clock in the morning watching Netflix, um, watching YouTube, uh, listening to music, uh, trolling social media like Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn, whatever you're trolling, uh, whatever social media you're trolling, and you're just wasting that time that you could be sleeping. Then you could get up in the morning and you could have... If you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you have... And most people get up at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning and they're at work on average by 9 o'clock. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. That is a four-hour start on the rest of the world. And you would not believe how much you would get done in that four hours adding on. And then your day can end early, especially if you're working from home or you're a freelancer or something like that. Your day can end earlier. I know there's a lot of shift workers out there. I know there's a lot of nine-to-fivers. That's fine. But if you're trying to run a business, if you're trying to um, be a creative, be a freelancer, set up some passive income, whatever you're doing so that you don't have to do your day job, get the fuck up at five o'clock in the morning. Now, I've been getting up at six o'clock in the morning. Um, Five, I'm pushing for five. Uh, It's just at six o'clock. If I go to bed, I'm normally, if I get up at six o'clock in the morning, um, I get up, I read, I do some exercise, I have a shower, and then I get to work. Um, by about 7, 7.30, uh, depending on how whether I'm going for a run or what kind of exercise regime I'm doing. Um, but I get that done at, at in that first hour and a half. Um, then I have a shower, then I'm at, then I'm at my desk here um, most mornings or I'm at the desk inside in the house by 7.30 in the morning. So the interesting thing about this is um, I've already got something done. I've already achieved something that most people achieve at about seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Five o'clock, I'm trying to aim for. The problem is um, 10 o'clock. Uh, I mean, I need to stop making excuses. So I'm going to try and start at five o'clock. But because we're waiting on this baby to come, I'm trying not to put too much of a set time. And I think six o'clock is a good time. It's a nice medium between seven and five of which I the two places I used to wake up um, there's a period where I was at five o'clock. There's a period that I was seven o'clock. Um, so six o'clock, right in the center there. I still feel like I've got an extra couple of hours to achieve things. So that's what I'm doing. I'm getting up at six o'clock in the morning. I'm getting to it. I'm getting. Um, I'm. You know. I feel so much calmer because I have time to meditate if I need to meditate. I have time to do yoga. I have time to read to myself. I have so much time to myself. It's incredible. 
um, and I need that time. I, I love my partner, but sometimes, you know, you just need your time. You just need your man time in your man cave and do your thing in here, do my thing in here in this, in this shed and I can get some shit done. Now, I don't podcast at that time of the morning. I don't podcast till about 9 or 10 o'clock. I think it's about 10 o'clock now, 10.30ish. Um, but the, my point is that if you get up at 5, you get up at 6 o'clock in the morning, that is a huge head start. And by lunchtime, you've pretty much done everything you need to do. And you can just relax in the afternoon. Like this afternoon, I'll finish it. I'll finish up doing whatever I'm doing here at about 12, 1 o'clock-ish. Go and have some lunch and just chill out. Do anything I need to do in the house, but I'm just going to go and chill out because I've achieved so much this morning already. Um, and it's only 10.30. Uh, half of my to-do list has already been ticked off because I was up earlier and I, w- I had the discipline to do so. And this is what is fantastic about this. This is what is so good about this. And I, just, I, would, I would push for it to anyone. Please do yourself a favor and get up early. Stop Stop giving me, I don't give a shit what your excuses are. Stop giving me your bullshit excuses about, well, no, I have to watch TV before I go to bed or I have to watch a movie or I have friends. Look, mind you, if I, like, I'll go out tonight. It's a Saturday. I'll go out. I might stay out till late, but I'm still getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning tomorrow and tomorrow is a Sunday. I'm still going to be getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning because I need to stay disciplined. And if I don't have, you know, I can have a nap tomorrow afternoon if I want to, if I've been up that late. But by the time, like, when, if you're getting up at that time, you'd be shocked. Your body, I've only been doing it for about four days now, not even a full week. And my body is already, its, it's circadian rhythms have already been reset and I'm already getting tired around 9.30, 10 o'clock anyway. So I'm in bed by 10.30 every night. And then as soon as my alarm get, goes off in the other room, put your alarm, put your phone in another room as well. That's very important um, because you'll just roll over and turn your alarm off. I guarantee it. Um, put your phone in another room. I get up out of that room to go and turn the alarm off. And I just force myself not to get back into bed. I just go in into the bathroom, whack some water on my face, switch a light on, grab my phone, um, open up the blinds to let the sun in, let the early morning light in, and I start reading. And I read, and I wake my brain up by reading, and then I then I do some exercise. That may very well be running. That may very well be a walk around the around the park. I'll meditate if I feel like I need to meditate. Um, I need to get into a better routine of that. I should be doing that every single morning. Um, I will, I will do a workout of some sort. I'll do a high a hit workout, um, a high intensity workout. Um, I will not eat because I'm fasting. I'm an intermittent faster. I don't eat till midday every single day, um, which is even better because I'm not worrying about eating all morning. I'm get, I'm spending my whole morning just doing shit and just getting it done. And I'm not worried about eating all day until lunchtime. And then after lunch, I just chill out, uh, especially on the weekends. I mean, not when I work, but uh, not during the week when I'm working my day job, but that's completely different. Anyway, and then what I'll do is I'll sit down um, and I'll get all this shit done. And I'll just, uh, I'll go and have a shower and then sit down and start start working. And like I said, recording, I've got neighbors um, and I've got a, you know, a partner and uh, a baby on the way. So I've got to be careful uh, with the noise I'm making, but I'll just put my headphones on if I want to listen to music or whatever that may be. 
so yeah that's getting up at six o'clock in the morning that that i went on a fucking huge tangent about that but yeah guys just wake up six o'clock in the morning like just do that that's 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 what you want to do that's that's, that's a great idea um so that's my thing for this week. I have also been working on a manifesto. Um, now, as design, I've got my handy little book here. I bought this uh, nice little little uh, leather-bound. I suppose it's leather-bound, but it's like a. It's from Typo. Um, if you live in Australia, you probably know. You'll, you'll know Typo. Um, you can get them from Typo. It's just a little A5 uh, A5 book that I'm using, and as you can see, it's got the Serenade sticker on it that I'm using as a um, as a book to write about my business. Um, as you know, last week, I have been actively documenting um, my strive to freelance graphic design. Um, so I've been working towards... Excuse me. That's a horrible burp. Please ignore that. I've been working towards... Um, getting things together and one of the most important things you need to do as a designer as an artist or even just as a person is put together a manifesto and i've been working on two types of manifestos one my business manifesto and two my personal manifesto so the importance of a business manifesto is that if you put together a a business manifesto for uh, your your freelance business or whatever you're doing, this will uh, allow you, especially as a designer or an illustrator or whatever you're doing um, creatively, this will give you a guideline to um, where to uh, to what kind of clients and what kind of work you do and you say yes and no to. Basically, that's the best way to point out a manifesto. Um, and then a personal manifesto gives you a giant, uh, gives you a goal as an all-around human being where you want to go as a person and who you want to be. So, first, I'm going to read you this fantastic manifesto um, that my partner sent to me a couple of weeks back. Um, That she uh, that she wants to put up on the wall because it's fantastic. Now I'm going to give you an idea of this um, this manifest. So it says, "So live your life that the fear of death can never enter your heart. Trouble no one about their religion. Respect others in their view, and demand that they respect yours. Love your life, perfect your life, beautify." all things in your life. Seek to make your life long and its purpose in the service of your people. Prepare a noble death song for the day when you go over the great divide. For me, that's River Flows in You and the Jedi, the Jedi theme song. Always give a word or a sign of salute when meeting or passing a friend, even a stranger. When in a lonely place. I love that. I try to do it. Once I read that, I try to do that all the time. Show respect to all people and grovel to none. When you arise in the morning, give thanks for the food and for the joy of living. If you see no reason for giving thanks, the fault lies only in yourself. Abuse no one 
and no thing, for abuse turns the wise ones to fools and robs the spirit of its vision. When it comes to your time to die, be not like those whose hearts are filled with the fear of death, so that when their time comes, they weep and pray for a little more time to live their lives over again in a different way. Sing your death song and die like a hero going home. And that's from Takumtha, uh, 1968, uh, 5th of October, 18, 1813, uh, Native America. I actually don't know particularly what that means, but that is a fantastic manifesto. So that got me thinking, who do I want to be? What kind of person do I want to be? So, and what kind of business do I want to run? So I'm going to start with, I'm, going to, I'm just going to quickly run you guys through these ideas. And once I get it together, you guys can you guys can realize. So I'll go to my personal manifesto at first. Um, so I got these questions from Jake Parker. He's got a great video on YouTube, um, and I'll put that into the description about um, uh, personal manifesto. Uh, and and his personal manifesto. These are the questions he had. Uh, there are three questions that you should answer. One, what do you want to accomplish in life? So I, I, I've answered these questions and now these are just drafts, but I thought I'd just share it with you because it's a lot of fun. Um, it says, number one, I'd like to tell stories for a living and continue to bring the life, bring to life all the creative ideas I have. I would like to support my family financially off the back of my art. Pretty good. Um, it's probably not gonna, not really going to change from there, um, to be completely honest with you. Um, that's pretty much what I want to do with my life. Okay, um, number two, what do you like to do? I like to create and bring to life um, my ideas and other, and other people's ideas. I like drawing, teaching, and learning. That's what I like to do. So that's number two for me. And then number three says, what are you really good at? And what I'm really good at is I'm really good at drawing, creating, and executing. So... That's what I've been working on this week. Um, we're going a, a little bit over my allotted time for this week, but that's okay. Um, let me have a look and see what was the next part. Uh, sorry, I put the book away um, way too early. Let's just quickly get into... Here we go. Um, writing it. So the next part is... Uh, these are This is the writing a manifesto for the business. So... The first question is, focus on the who, define this before creating your content. So this is for a business. And this is for content creators, you can use this as well. And it says, my number one, my answer to this was, my audience is those who enjoy being told a story through art. Storytelling is my passion and I want to tell stories and help others tell theirs. Uh, design should always tell a story. Otherwise, though, what purpose is it really serving? So that's number one. Um, that's number one. Focus on the who. Define before creating. So I defined that without knowing a long time ago. Anyway, so I kind of just used it as an extra. Um, just kind of just elaborated on it, and and I knew when I was creating my content who I was creating it for. Anyway, and I wanted to keep it broad because stories are what I do really at the at the core of it. Although I do a lot of comic book stuff, I do a lot of. Um, That's the local motorbike. Um, that's probably fucking middle 
mini rocket thing. Um, so I know I know that that's what I want to do with my content. Um, although I do a lot of broad kind of different things. I do a bit of music stuff. I do or graphic design, all that kind of thing. Um, but that's uh, everyone who, who likes stories is really my thing. Because everything, every piece of art tells a story. Um, so number two is craft your what. What do you do to make a difference? Um, and my answer to that was, I don't want the world... I just want to bring a personable approach to all my work, whether it be my own or others. I believe all design and art should be personalized and have elements of its owner, which to me is I believe that um, as an artist, you have a responsibility and if you want to get paid um, as a graphic designer in particular or a designer, you're you're offering a service to people um, in which you can, uh, in which you're handing on your your skill set to another individual who has an idea and you're there to execute that idea for them, not your idea. You're lucky that you have ideas as a creative, but you're not, you're not being paid to execute your idea. Unless, of course, you are being paid to execute your idea and someone says, can, and, and you get hired to write, for instance, Spider-Man, you get hired to write Spider-Man. Um, you will be executing, you're using their IP, but you're writing your Spider-Man story. And then if you're the illustrator, you are executing the writer's story um, in visual. So that's really, to me, is um, how one should, to me, is how I want to make a difference and how, how I want to craft um, my business. Um, and finally, before we let off, I'm going to go number three. Um, identify your why. Selflessly add to the lives of others. So again, you're, you're providing a service as a business and you need to be compassionate to me. You, I like to be compassionate, kind, um, caring, uh, passionate, an understanding of the passion that people have for the product um, and for the design that they want. So, um, number three, I said, I am looking to empower people to bring out their creativity. I want to give others the tools to bring their business, passion or personal brand to life through designing and visual representation. So, it's pretty much the same as number two. Um, that's about it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for watching this one. A lot longer than I thought it would. I didn't think I had very much content for this week, but apparently I had a lot to talk about, and I always do have a lot to talk about. That's why we love this podcast. That's why we do this. That's why we're here making lemonade. If, you, if you're out there today making lemonade, I'm going to go and make some literal homemade lemonade and drink that shit up for lunch because I love my homemade lemonade. Do you think I should make a you ask? Put it in the comments uh, or in a review. Let me know. I'd love to make a YouTube video about... Um, my process of making, literally making lemonade. Um, All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I have been your host, Jordan Morpeth. All of my um, Instagram and social media and everything will be in the episode notes if you're listening on iTunes. Uh, They'll be in the description box on YouTube. Um, What else do I need to promote? If you want to... uh, If you want to watch my YouTube, you probably already are. I've got a whole lot of YouTube videos out there. Just search Jordan Morp with Art. Um, What else is there? Oh, and of course, if you're listening on iTunes, 
please do us a favor, uh, leave a review and give us a rating. That would be fantastic. That keeps us going. That keeps us at the top of the lists. Um, that keeps us with other, we're, uh, you know, in the topics in the same categories as uh, some of those other fantastic um, drawing and illustration and all and all the fun style um, podcasts and, and keeps our audience growing. So thank you guys again so much for listening. I love you all. Have a wonderful weekend. Um, and stay weird, guys. Let's get into the final song. And that final song, pulling my phone out, will be Glory by Dermont Kennedy. Uh, let me have a look and see where he... Da, 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 da. Glory by Dermont Kennedy. There we go. Stepped off of the tallest sail For all the love he left below In the waves He made his peace with letting go Said some things he'd never dared to say The one the lighthouse left alone Ship's dark never saved The set of eyes that pinned Became his version of a kingdom Now I know they'll never haunt me when she's singing to me, glory. And I'm all the rains are coming. That's why I'm singing glory. She's singing to me, glory. Hey, hopefully it'll end the drought. She's singing to me, glory. She's singing to me, glory. She's singing to me, glory. Thank you, everybody, so much for watching. I love you all. I've been Jordan. Have an awesome week, and I'll see you guys next week.